My Watch from Sketches New and Old by Mark Twain. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Victor Seremet, Bucharest. Site VictorSeremet.com. My Watch An Instructive Little Tale Written about 1870 my beautiful new watch had run 18 months without losing or gaining and without breaking any part of its machinery or stopping i had come to believe it infallible in its judgments about the time of day and to consider its constitution and its anatomy imperishable but at last one night i let it run down i grieved about it as if it were a recognized messenger and forerunner of calamity but by and by i cheered up set the watch by guess and commanded my bodings and superstitions to depart next day i stepped into the chief jewelers to set it by the exact time and the head of the establishment took it out of my hand and proceeded to set it for me then he said she is four minutes slow regulator once pushing up i tried to stop him tried to make him understand that the watch kept perfect time but no all this human cabbage could see was that the watch was four minutes slow and the regulator must be pushed up a little and so while i danced around him in anguish and implored him to let the watch alone he calmly and cruelly did the shameful deed my watch began to gain it gained faster and faster day by day within the week it sickened to a raging fever and its pulse went up to a hundred and fifty in the shade at the end of two months it had left all the timepieces of the town far in the rear and was a fraction over thirteen days ahead of the almanac it was away into november enjoying the snow while the october leaves were still turning it hurried up house rent bills payable and such things in such a ruinous way that i could not abide it i took it to the watchmaker to be regulated he asked me if i had ever had it repaired i said no it had never needed any repairing he looked a look of vicious happiness and eagerly pried the watch open and then put a small dice-box into his eye and peered into its machinery he said it wanted cleaning and oiling besides regulating come in a week after being cleaned and oiled and regulated my watch slowed down to that degree that it ticked like a tolling bell i began to be left by trains i failed all appointments i got to missing my dinner my watch strung out three days grace to four and let me go to protest i gradually drifted back into yesterday then day before 
then into the last week and by and by the comprehension came upon me that all solitary and alone i was lingering along in week before last and the world was out of sight i seemed to detect in myself a sort of sneaking fellow feeling for the mummy in the museum and a desire to swap news with him i went to a watchmaker again he took the watch all to pieces while i waited and then said the barrel was swelled he said he could reduce it in three days after this the watch averaged well but nothing more for half a day it would go like the very mischief and keep up such a barking and wheezing and whooping and sneezing and snorting that i could not hear myself think for the disturbance and so long as it held out there was not a watch in the land that stood any chance against it but the rest of the day it would keep on slowing down and fooling along until all the clocks it had left behind caught up again so at last at the end of twenty-four hours it would trot up to the judges stand all right and just in time it would show a fair and square average and no man could say it had done more or less than its duty but a correct average is only a mild virtue in a watch and i took this instrument to another watchmaker he said the king bolt was broken i said i was glad it was nothing more serious to tell the plain truth i had no idea what the king bolt was but i didn't choose to appear ignorant to a stranger he repaired the king bolt but what the watch gained in one way it lost in another it would run a while and then stop a while and then run a while again and so on using its own discretion about the intervals and every time it went off it kicked back like a musket i padded my breast for a few days but finally took the watch to another watchmaker he picked it all to pieces and turned the ruin over and over under his glass and then he said there appeared to be something the matter with the hair trigger he fixed it and gave it a fresh start it did well now except that always at ten minutes to ten the hands would shut together like a pair of scissors and from that time forth they would travel together the oldest man in the world couldn't make head or tail of the time of day by such a watch and so i went again to have the thing repaired this person said that the crystal had got bent and that the mainspring was not straight he also remarked that part of the works needed half soling he made these things all right and then my timepiece performed unexceptionably save that now and then after working along quietly for nearly eight hours everything inside would let go all of a sudden and began to buzz like a bee and the hands would straightway begin to spin round and round so fast that their individuality was lost completely and they simply seemed a delicate spider's web over the face of the watch she would reel off the next twenty-four hours in six or seven minutes and then stop with a bang 
I went with a heavy heart to one more watchmaker and looked on while he took her to pieces. Then I prepared a cross-question him rigidly, for this thing was getting serious. The watch had cost $200 originally, and I seemed to have paid out two or three thousand for repairs. While I waited and looked on, I presently recognized in this watchmaker an old acquaintance, a steamboat engineer of other days, and not a good engineer either. He examined all the parts carefully, just as the other watchmakers had done, and then delivered his verdict with the same confidence of manner. He said, She makes too much steam. You want to hang the monkey wrench on the safety valve. I brained him on the spot and had him buried at my own expense. My uncle William, now deceased, alas, used to say that a good horse was a good horse until it had run away once, and that a good watch was a good watch until the repairers got a chance at it, and he used to wonder what became of all the unsuccessful tinkers and gunsmiths and shoemakers and engineers and blacksmiths, but nobody could ever tell him. End of my Watch by Mark Twain